In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, uh, we're going to be talking about ab reactions. This is part two. If you've not listened to part one, jump back an episode, get caught up, and join us here on episode two. Ab reactions. What is it? How does it happen? Why does it happen? And, and what can be done if it happens? Mm. It may sound like a foreign language to you, but we break it down in episode number one, and we're going to tell you how to use it in episode two. Awesome. And as usual, we're giving away a bunch of free stuff. Stay there, folks. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. Originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan, he has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? This is David Wright. We are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back to you, Matt. That Alan, is Matt Fox, the other voice you hear. Alan Benson checked in online. Alan, thanks for checking in, Alan, our, our, our number one fan. <laughs> I'm your number not, one Who's fan. not Kathy Bates. I'm your number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, as usual, we always want to know what you're doing on a Friday evening. Uh, so what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, just want to know. We always like we always, we always like to check in on Alan. Is it taco night? To see what he's doing. Yeah, because he has taco nights on Fridays, which I you know I don't get. What are you people on dope? Oh man. So thanks yeah. for checking in, Alan. Yep. Yeah. yep. Thanks for checking in as usual. We're here in the podcast your voice, Southfield Studios, hanging out, doing a podcast, having a drink, and um, yeah. Sharing our time with you, good folks. Yes. So thanks for checking in wherever you're checking in from, whether that be on Facebook Live, which we uh, do every Friday evening. And just a heads up, uh, because this this episode, we're going to have a tiny bit of a break. Um, I'm booked with shows, hypnosis shows over the next two weeks. Today's the 27th of May. Of May. Yeah. And um, so so we are going to miss as far as the Facebook Live two Fridays. Mm -hmm. um, so, so I know if you guys... Those of our Facebook Live fans who check in mm -hmm. and family. Mm -hmm. um, oh, it is Taco Night, it says Alan. Yes, night, yes, all right. <laughs> so yeah, for so we so we are not going to be recording Facebook Live for the next two weeks because again, I my, I am booked with shows for two weeks, and then as soon as grad season is done, I get freed up a little bit. Fair so, enough. So if you're looking for us on Facebook Live, we'll be back. Don't worry, we're we're not going anywhere. Are we living in a gig economy, David? Yes, I would say so. Yeah. Yes. You, you have, you have your I mental think, health clinic. Yep. You've got your gigs. You've it's, got... In, in fact, with my business, it's all gig. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't say, say clients or gigs, but but ah, I get yeah. paid when I see clients. I don't get an hourly wage. I right, don't get right. a, you know... Um, Oh, well, plus I'm a business owner, so that's a little bit different, it too. Is, you're, you're, it yes, is. It's okay. different. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, as I said, we're here in the podcast, Your Voice, Southfield Studios. Welcome back. Yep. Um Check out the show notes for your free hypnosis guide. I know I mentioned that in the intro, but that is available on every show we do. Mm -hmm. So take a look. And again, if wherever you're listening, please like, link, subscribe, join, whatever. Do that podcasty stuff. And leave a review. Yeah. yeah. That would help out greatly. Perfect. All right. Well, let's talk gonna... about our winner of the week. All right.
how winning is done. Indeed it is. What yes. do we got going on? Okay. So th- this story is about a teenager. Now what I, I'm gonna read the I'm gonna read the the headline, then we're gonna talk about it because I, I don't know. Sometimes when I was a teenager, some of these things these things wouldn't even cross my mind. I was just like, I don't know, <laughs> hanging out with friends and, and I was still assembling Transformers. Yeah, and I was to, putting Legos together. I was trying and, to figure out how the damn Rubik's Cube went together. I, I, and I mean, but but some of these teenagers, they, they create these things or, or do these businesses or, or do something for charity. And it's like, whoa. Wow, but, wow, you know. So anyway, teen creates sports psychology website to help young athletes develop their mental game. That is the headline. That's some Tiger Woods stuff. That right is. There, yeah. It is. So I'll read the story. While playing basketball, Brandon Shintani noticed that anxiety was interfering with his performance on the court. And he realized that for an athlete, mental training is just as important as physical training. Right. Amen to that, Brandon Shintani. Yeah. Yes, that is that is definitely... Um, um, there's, yeah. there's no pressure on the basketball court. There's no pressure on the football field. There's no pressure on the golf. There's no pressure on the tennis. There's no pressure Sports on the Sports is pressure. God bless yes. it. Yes, yes. God, you know... How old is this young man? 17. All right. Shintani, a 17-year-old high school junior from Ridgewood, New Jersey, became interested in the concept of sports psychology. There's no pressure in motorsports. Right. He wanted to offer a free resource for young athletes, and two years ago, he founded the website minddesignsports.org to help teens strengthen their mental game. There's no pressure in curling. (laughs) Go on. It's slippery, but <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. Um, a team of writers from around the world write blog posts and record podcasts for the website, What's sharing that? information on topics like letting go of mistakes and making decisions about when to compete. What's a podcast? Yeah, it's crazy. Go on. I don't know. <laughs> I, I have no idea what that is. Do you have a brain like a chicken? <laughs> I kind of do. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I ain't listening to you no more. Uh, so, yeah, the, um, the quote by him, it's what I would have appreciated when I was younger, Shintani told The Week, which is the, the uh, news organization. Right. Mind Design Sports also has a mentorship program that connects young athletes with college and high school athletes. They chat over Zoom by phone or via text at least once a month with mentors providing words of wisdom and pointers on how the mentees can elevate their games. It's Shintani's hope that by talking with their peers, athletes can overcome the mental roadblocks that might stop them from trying their best. It can be really easy to quit when things are tough, but when you stick with it, you feel so grateful that you didn't quit and so satisfied when you see the process play out, he said. Mental health in sports is a hot topic these days with Olympic gymnast Simone Biles and tennis star Naomi Osaka publicly sharing their struggles. We talked about that. We actually had a, had an episode on that. Michael Phelps on the Olympics, on on the Olympics. Um, So check back. um, Yeah. I don't know. 40, 40, 30, maybe episodes. Check back. But we did an episode on Olympic stress specifically on that. By speaking out, they are destigmatizing asking for help, and that's just great, Shintani said. They're role models for the younger athletes. Shintani's goal is for Mind Design Sports to one day have a worldwide name recognition, and it's important to him that teens know you don't have to be an athlete to take advantage of the tips and advice shared on the website. Of course not. Good point. Yeah. 
I mean, it was designed for athletes, but you can apply this to any part of your life. Correct. It's applicable for anybody, Shintani said. As he just repeat, I just repeated what he said. Well, yeah, he knows. Oh, what he- good for you. <laughs> yeah. A competitive musician who feels anxious before a big performance can use breathing techniques. I see a lot of sports psychology as life psychology, and these mental strategies can help with anything. Okay. So, so here's this kid's seventeen. Wow. We're I've been tw- a therapist for thirty years. We're and, in twenty. And, and, we're in 2022. Yeah, yeah. Go on. I, I'm just saying that, that this kid's got he's got his he's got his crap together. It's like wow, right? You're you're, you're this insightful at 17. Mm-hmm. Most kids don't. That's because I, it's just beyond them. Well, see, when we were 17 years old, mm-hmm. we were you know, our hormones were raging. We we're probably a junior or senior in high school, and we're doing a soccer, we're in drama or in band or. Excuse me, sorry. Oh, wow. Boom. That was a good one. Yes, it was. But he, <laughs> oh, da, 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 like this in the background. I just, I just, I just knocked you? the mic stand. Sorry. But you know what? What is going on today is not what was going on in the mid-90s or in the 80s. You know, kids are more in tune to the world around them. I would hope so. Because of athletes that are coming out and saying, hey, this is a problem for me personally, and I'm just sharing well, I will say we have a long way to go yet, but I will say that that there has been a more recognition of mental a lot health. More. That there, we've progressed, and that's a great thing. You don't so, see Joe Theismann back in the '80s when his oh head God, leg broke in yeah, half. You don't see right. him coming out saying, "You know, I have a lot of PTSD from that," or you don't see a lot of the athletes back in back in the day yep. coming out and saying, yep. "Yeah, there was a lot of issues." Right. There's a lot of they they dealt with a lot of pressure, but they dealt with it differently then. But the technology today, mm-hmm. they deal. Everyone is dealing. There's with There's so much more access to information so nowadays, much more, yes. and to people who can help. That is the other big right. thing, and not just in person. It can be someone yes. from across the entire well, sure. globe. I, I mean, I, our practice right now is 98 percent telehealth. I, I most of my clients I see over. It's it's a it's like Zoom, but it's not Zoom. It's it's a it's a HIPAA compliant program. Sure, sure, sure. Medical sure, sure. professionals, yes. but but yeah. So with this guy Shintani, good job Shintani. Yeah, Brandon Shintani. I'm I'm gonna take a look at this website because I'm I'm uh, I, have, I, I found this earlier today and I, I want to look at this and just like dig in because I think this is great. You know, kids these days. You know, you know, raising kids it takes a village to raise a child, right? I would I would almost implore you, David, to mm-hmm. reach out to this young man, send him an email. And say, hey, I'd love to talk to him. Let, I would love to have you on my podcast. Yes. It's a mental health podcast. Yes. You know, and, and have him here, have him come in virtually, and let's have a conversation with this young man and really pick his brain because their mentality is so different from you and I. Right. Because we're, we're, we're old. We're not, not, <laughs> shut up. No, you are. <laughs> I'm not old. But, you know, we, you know, digging into, you know, the, the thoughts and feelings around mental health and wellness from a teenager in this day right. and age. Yep. I would really enjoy you know, watching you interview this. I, I, you know, what? I'm going to I'm going to reach out. That I, and like I said, I'm 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 going to check that out. I, I just I feel like it's it's he's definitely a winner. I mean, a 17 year old already thinking way ahead of the curve than most of his peers probably. Is he going to? You think he's going to go into uh you know some type of psychiatry? Maybe? I would bet he will. Yeah. Based on what he's doing now already. Yeah. 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 Excellent. I would. Yeah. I would love to meet the gentleman. Yep. yep. All right. So, winner of the I week. Don't, I don't want to mess his name up here. Brandon Shintani. Shintan, Brandon Shintani, yes. New Jersey. Winner of the week for sure. Fantastic.
how winning is done. Not that you're busy or anything, David. Yeah. But yeah, let, let's throw something else on your plate. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's, <laughs> let's put something else on. Well, no, but that's, see, that's one of my goals, too, as far as, as the podcast goes, is really to get some, 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 I know, uh, I mean, if you're listening, you probably like hearing me talk, I would guess, <laughs> you know. Oh, blazes are you talking about? Oh, good for you. <laughs> no, no. Don't shut me up. <laughs> but but I would I, I I had said something and Matt and I had this conversation that yeah it'd be nice to have, I, I we can have anybody in technology wise that's yeah. not a barrier so yeah we're gonna have some, we're gonna shoot for some more guests yeah and in, in after two weeks from now <laughs> right after right. my show after my busy show season is done <laughs> have fun yeah absolutely <laughs> so back to it. And, right. that's what, and that's what we're talking about, is that you had a show this past week. I did. And yep. you had a young lady. Who had who, an ab reaction. Who had an ab reaction to the hypnosis that she was under, because mm-hmm. she was a volunteer during your show. Correct. But it was, you know, she you, so, someone came up to you and said, hey, we need you for a moment. And yes. she was crying. Yes. She right? was crying at a table. Go ahead. So She was having an ab reaction. And, and if, if we, we defined it in the last episode. So jump back one if you're not listening to that one. But an ab reaction, long story short, is is a is a is an emotional or mental response to a stimuli. Mm-hmm. It could be a memory, it could be a feeling, it could be um, a thought. Whatever it is, it causes an emotional reaction to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So this young lady, long story short, she broke down because she she is she she has dealt with anxiety and stress, and she was finally able to be be quiet in her mind and it just overwhelmed her it is that the emotion of it overwhelmed her so let me tell you i and we mentioned right at the end of last episode so is our ab reaction good or bad okay so here's the thing i would think it's a good thing for if it's recognized the right way right and here's here's the thing i would say an ab reaction is a step in a process an ab reaction by itself just an isolation mm-hmm. is not healthy because once the ab reaction happens, now we have to address what caused it, hmm. if that makes sense. Okay. So there's a trigger. Every, every ab reaction has a trigger, and we have to find out what that trigger was, um, which eventually should lead us to what the term is called catharsis. So a lot of you have probably heard that term before, too. I looked up the term catharsis, yep. mm-hmm. and, and according to the dictionary, yep. Oxford Languages, it says the process of releasing and thereby providing relief from strong or repressed emotions, yep. such as music is a means of catharsis for them. Yep. Okay. And um, catharsis, which, again, refers to emotional release, as Matt just said, it was first discussed at length by Freud. Really? That's where it started. That's okay. where catharsis started. And Joseph Brewer and, and did some early studies on psychoanalysis. Okay. So they put a significant amount of emphasis on the importance of, of having an ab reaction and then being able to carry it through to catharsis. <laughs> okay. Does that make sense? It, it does because you have the you reaction. You have the reaction first. And then you... And then we need to release it. Okay. Wow. All right. Yep. I li- Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that, that explanation. So the emphasis on achieving catharsis through ab reaction, it was carried on through all through World War II with trauma therapists right. dealing with people with PTSD. Shell shock. Yep. World War II, they yep. considered they it can, shell that's shock. That's what they used to call it. Yep. Yes. And they used hypnosis, mm-hmm. of course, is what we do mm-hmm. or what I do or what a lot of us do. 
and chemically induced techniques to create ab reactions. Hmm. Th- that's kind of odd. I know we're talking, you know, 40s. Did some crazy crap back then. So, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I don't know if I want to chemically induce a re- an ab reaction. They, but. they had a different view on the mental illness side. But, but, but here's the how th- to treat. But here, I'll guarantee you, I'm going to, this just, I just hit my head as soon as I read that. Chemi- sure. Chemically induced ab reaction. You ever seen a drunk breakdown in an emotional heap? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never seen that. No. no, you've had your limit today. You drink water. No, they, they become a sack of potatoes. Think about that. Whenever somebody who's drunk has this emotional breakdown, that's an ab reaction. Mm-hmm. It, 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 is, it is repressed feelings being let out. Mm-hmm. That's why it happens. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying all drunks are like that. I'm just saying... No, what, you know. when somebody has an ab reaction to whatever chemical they've been mm-hmm. ingesting or you know, putting into their body, yeah. So the use of ab reaction, most of the time we see this as an unwanted thing, depending. Like, for example, in a show setting, I, I don't want ab reactions in a show setting mm-hmm. that, because I, I want to take care of the individual. And when I have 20, 30 people on stage... Sometimes I can't immediately do that. Right. Like in this case, I lucked out, and, and it, it happened. has happened on stage with me before. Okay. And I have to spend a few minutes making sure that person's okay. Sure. It breaks the flow of the show, but but that's just that that's a duty that a hypnotist has. Um, and when they don't do it, go back to when <laughs> hypnosis goes wrong, episode forty, whatever it was. The cops you'll, you'll show hear, up. There's yeah, ambulances. The ambulances. Cops oh, show yeah. up. Parents complain. Yeah. Gro- Listen to that episode if you want to hear Transactions a horror story. Yep. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so ab reaction, we, if, if it's designed to happen, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And it can be a good thing if it happens organically as well because the, the, I spent some time with this, with this young lady and, and I talked her through it. And I said, I, this is a great thing for you. you. You've realized now that you can be relaxed like that mm-hmm. almost instantly it's like a track and field star mm-hmm. as they're training that when they're young and they're yep. like i need i need to get over that first hurdle that's that's that number one mm-hmm. and then right. they finally do it yep and, and once once the fear is gone once that feeling is okay to have do this now you can use it so so freud freud's initial belief about promoting ab reaction in therapy was was he thought that that releasing these emotionals or the, these painful emotions or these traumatic experiences mm-hmm, would mm-hmm. be less distressing. Now, today, experts kind of kind of differ in a way because they feel like repeatedly experiencing these traumatic memories does not relieve the distress. Mm. So that's where we have to look at that that the ab reaction, if and when it happens, we have to follow it up with a catharsis. And that's the whole kind of course of what, honestly, that's what kind of what the course of a therapy for, for trauma would be. Right. Is getting from point A to point B, which is catharsis and being able to let go of these. Again, catharsis meaning that is that process of releasing and thereby mm-hmm. providing relief yep. from whatever strong or repressed emotion that they're experiencing. Now, again, a lot of people... And it differs. You you know how treatments and medi- med- treatments, medicine, psychology, it's all it's all developed and changed over the years. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's evolved. You know, we don't do things in the nineteen now that we did in the nineteen fifties. Right. We, we we don't. 
you know, we, we don't have a sane, insane asylums anymore. Again, that name was used as recently as 30 years ago. Right. Um, we're st- we're, hey, we're making TV shows right. about that now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Nurse Ratchet, what's up? Yep. So, so over time, most professionals now don't feel like abreaction is a necessity to be able to address feelings or traumas from the past. Huh. Okay. They, of course, believe in cognitive behavioral therapy, which really is, is what I do in therapy every day with people. We talk about things. Um, you kind of bringing things to the surface, if yeah, you will. Yeah, we, we talk through them. We, we, we discuss the scenarios and what would it feel like. And it's, it's just really, I, I, for me, I call it like mind exercise. Um, you know, let, let's, let's work through these and talk about it and, and see it in a different way and reframe it. And right. um, How would you feel if? Does that ever come Sometimes, up? Yeah, yeah, sometimes. But what we're looking for is a change in reaction or behavior. That's the whole the whole point of cognitive behavioral therapy is that you see a difference in the way you feel and okay. react and act. So um, how often are you seeing ab reactions in your office? Not not honestly, not a lot. Because because a lot of people have I, I I'm gonna make an assumption here. Most people could have an ab reaction, but most people don't. Because because they've learned to kind of keep Work their emotions it. kind of stuffed down, huh. like they, especially with men. Men typically don't want to show emotion, and I, that's a generalization. But but in my experience, that is what I see. You don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> what in blazes are you talking about? No, for real. Because uh, men typically suppress emotions. It takes they a, don't want to show them. It takes a stronger man and this is my opinion. It takes a stronger man to deal with his emotions outwardly than it is for just a man to deal with his emotions. Yep. I agree. And and it shouldn't be it shouldn't be looked down on. Mm-mm. That's that's the other issue. So with cognitive behavioral therapy, the person learns to change their thinking and realize it doesn't matter what situation they used to be in. Um Changing the thinking and replacing it with new thinking helps change how you feel. And right. th- that's the whole theme of our show. Change your thinking, thinking change your life. Yeah. That That's the whole point of hypnosis is to change your thinking. That's the whole point of therapy is to change <laughs> your thinking. If we change the way we think, everything else changes. So if you've ever experienced an ab reaction, it can be a very frightening thing. No, absolutely. Because so, it's something that you're not used to. How can... How can um, for all those folks out there who think, oh, my, man, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, that, that's happened to me. How, how do you prepare for it? First one is to be prepared. Be aware of triggers. When you say triggers. Okay, yep. so let's go back to the PTSD piece. Yep. So, you know, folks that were in Afghanistan, Iran, Iraq, you know, they were in a war, what have you. They mm-hmm. hear um, a loud bang and they immediately go yep. to a bomb that went right. off. Right. Or gunshots. Or yeah. gunshots yep. or what have you. I am... Oh, just more recently, unfortunately, the folks in Ukraine, right? Absolutely. They're hearing bomb after bomb after bomb coming through. Mm-hmm. Those folks are going to be going through that same thing. Absolutely. Right. So yep. to bring it back to what we're talking about, that ab reaction to what you just mentioned was if something happens. Yeah. Again, be aware of the triggers. For example, and I know this is very simplistic, but it's just bringing to your attention. Okay, if 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 I have PTSD from battle and I and and, and the sound of gunshots and bombs, mm-hmm. it's probably not healthy for me to go to a fireworks show. <laughs> I mean, I'm not being funny on that. You're I'm not just saying You're that. Not. I, that. I, 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 I giggle and jest. Yes. I really no, do. no. I know. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> 
you know, because you, you, I've been to a lot of fireworks show, but yeah. you, even your dog, right? Yeah. Your, your dog has an aversion to uh-huh. the fireworks. Uh-huh. So you have to think outwardly. Folks that have been in a scenario yep. where it's a real life scenario where they 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 hear the bombs. It's close. It's yes. it's affecting them personally. Yes. They're going to hear it. They're going to get triggered. Yep. And that could cause that ab reaction. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. So be aware of triggers and and try to avoid them whenever possible. But if you but let's say let's use that firework example again. If you know you have to do this for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. In your mind, you, you can you can set yourself up so that that you 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 know what to expect. And I know this sounds simplistic, it do, it, but it can come with practice to know that I'm going to hear loud noises. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Right. I'm safe. You got to frame it that way. Right. Practice calming techniques. Uh, so an deep. ab reaction. Of course, this young lady. I'll, I'll use go back to my example from the weekend. You said she, deep breathing earlier. She was earlier. crying. Right. She was she was broke down. So I just went over to her and I took her hand. And I said, okay, let's just take a deep breath in and out. Mm-hmm. We did like three deep breaths in and out. Automatically, she was already calmer. Automatically, that, that emotion had, had kind of kind of lessened. Um, so just be aware of your body, the, what is happening. I mean, think about it. It's hard, it's hard to cry or to, to be, um, I, I'm thinking uh, physical uh, examples of anxiety, shaking or tense or tight right. when you're breathing deep. It just natural rela- it, it, it naturally relaxes your body. And thank you for bringing that. A, a close friend of mine, you know, there, there, were, there was a little bit of emotion going on. There mm-hmm. was a bit of anxiety. Yep. And there was tense and what have you. And mm-hmm. I just held them tight and I said, breathe with me. Yeah. And it was like my body and their uh-huh. body got into sync. And it yep. was that deep breathing, breathe in, yep. hold, breathe out. Right, people, people poo-poo this idea, and I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling folks out there, don't, don't. I've had clients tell me, I know we're going to talk about breathing again. I'm like, yes, because if you, I'm telling it you, works. if you do it, it will work. It seems so simple and stupid, but it will work. Mm-hmm. What are you people? On dope? No, I'm, Every, I'm telling the truth. Everybody yes. sleeps, right? Yep. And how do you fall asleep? It's I, that it, it, you put yourself into a sense of hypnosis absolutely. because of how you're breathing. I, Matt, it's funny you say that because every time I do a hypnosis show, that's part of my induction. If pe- those people out there wondering what an induction is, go back yeah. four episodes and listen to our stage <laughs> hypnosis, yeah. Secrets of the Stage. Yes, yes. I go through how the whole thing works. Take a look at those episodes. I love it. So an induction we start with breathing deep. And I say this, I say almost verbatim, some words might not be exact. I'm like, same thing happens, happens when you go to sleep at night, your breathing becomes deeper and slower and incrementally you drop off into levels of relaxation until you fall asleep. Right. Same thing we're doing here, but we're not going that deep. Correct. That's almost the exact verbiage I use. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so practice calming techniques. Deep breathing is the biggest one. Yoga, meditation, anything that's going to give you a sense of relaxation. First thing in the morning, what do a lot of people do? They get up, they make coffee, and they start their day. You yep. know what? Take five minutes. Yeah. Stretch. Do, do it when you get to the office even or your job. Just take five minutes and just breathe. Breathe. Close your eyes. Stretch. Relax your body. Throw a YouTube thing on. There, there, there are hundreds of, of there's YouTube a, videos. There's breathing there's apps. Breathing so, apps. Yeah, the Calm yeah. app. Yeah. That, that the Calm app is a big one. Yeah. Just throw an app on for 30, 30 seconds a minute. This episode brought to you by. Yep. I'm just kidding. Go on. <laughs> uh, find support. And, and that those are people who have common the common things that you're going through. If you're if you're dealing with PTSD, 
find a support group. Talk to other veterans who, who have the same issues or who have conquered the same issues but or going through the same issues. The last episode that we did, we talked about the walking folks. We did. Right. Yep. You know what? Start, you know, go on a walk. Yeah. You're look, done look, working. Look for, look for some, look for people with a common interest and yeah. they, they, they all want to feel better together. Start exercising. Yep. If you want to control how to your, your breathing and exercise. Exercise will help you control your breathing because right. you need to go on and get your heart rate up to exercise. But at the same token, you need to be able to relax afterwards Yep, and you need to be able to breathe. Absolutely. Con you know, yep. exercise will yep. help folks. Exercise. I'm, I'm telling you, man, I probably said this a million times here. My big three pillars. When I see a new client, the first things we talk about are sleep, your eating habits, and physical activity. Those are the three pillars of mental health. I'm telling you, if, if you if you can get on top of those three things, mm -hmm. a majority of people are going to feel better. A vast majority of people are going to feel better. And if you experience that, then your ab reaction can be that it can be handled that much easier. Mm -hmm. You know, if you already are in practice uh, of these breathing techniques or relaxing your body, if you do have an ab reaction, whether you're drinking or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter what causes it. What causes it. Right. You're going to have an ab reaction in some yep. way, shape, or form. Yep. You'll know how to work yourself through it yep. if you don't have a therapist or what right. have you. And that takes me to my next point. If you, if you do all of these things, but also talk to a therapist. Yeah. Again, the... the Experts agree the best treatment for for emotional distress or PTSD is cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Talk to a therapist. Get help for that. That's what they're there for. That, yeah, that's what we are here for. They can guide you through it. And if you have an ab here's the whole thing. If you have an ab reaction, most people would rather have it in their therapist's office than in the middle of Kroger. <laughs> Do you know what I, so I, I, I was I'm being the, funny here, but no. but really think about that. Your therapist office is the perfect time for that to happen. So Nobody, I was at the K Roger <laughs> and I fell apart in the chip aisle today. <laughs> I saw some, saw some uh, hot Cheetos. It made me think of the time I burned my mouth. <laughs> Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. You know, I was yeah. walking through the grocery store, and I all of a sudden thought, Farmer Jack, where did they go? <laughs> what is that farmer whatever doing Whatever happened now? to the, the Chathams? I used to shop at the Chathams. Oh, okay, I'm showing my age now. So. <laughs> so anyway, folks, if you're experiencing ab reactions, yeah. it's really it's important that you do something. Please. Uh, we listed the things that you can do. Definitely talk to a therapist. It just means that that you have emotion and feelings that need to get out sometime, or get out some way. Yeah. And and the ideal thing is let's let's go let's work through that ab reaction and get to catharsis. That's yeah. when you can let it go. That's the whole ideal and the whole idea of therapy. Look up the definition of catharsis. Yes, honestly, yeah. it makes a lot of sense. It because does. If you have a a reaction to something. It, it, catharsis is dealing with that and moving yep. forward yes. and, and crossing that, Absolutely. Thre that threshold, if you will. And while the ab reaction part seems scary, mm -hmm. it's just part of the process. Mm -hmm. It's part of the process that we all go through. Mm -hmm. Love it. Thank you. All right, folks. That's ab reactions. Talk to a therapist if you need to. Please. Reach out. I can, I can direct you, whatever you need. All right, folks. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll be back. Um, well, for, for Facebook Live people, we'll be back in a couple of weeks, three right. weeks. right. Uh, for for the other folks, there could be audio there. We'll 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 see. It'll be yeah. There. We'll see there. In the meantime, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>